G'day everyone, welcome back to the Sports Eagles New Orleans Pelicans Podcast. I am your host, Lyle Swithenbank. This is a SportsEthos.com presentation. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, at Ethos Pelicans, at Lyle Swithenbank, L-Y-L-E-S-W-I-T-H-E-N-B-A-N-K. If you've got time, go and give us a rate and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, Amazon, wherever you're listening from. Uh, we love the support and uh, you can find us pretty much anywhere. So if you can go and uh, give us a rate and review and hopefully a five star and uh, otherwise keep your opinions to yourself because no one likes to gossip. But I digress. We are back. I missed doing a pod about the Phoenix defeat, uh, probably for good reason because it was a uh, dogfight of a game and... Um, no one was really that interested in in hearing about it, uh, and the Pelicans lost. So we'll just put that game in the bin. Uh, we hate the Suns. The Suns suck. Nothing about them is great. Um, and if you know any Phoenix supporters, feel free to just snip that bit and send it to them because uh, I don't want to waste any more breath talking about them. What I do want to talk about is a fantastic Pelicans win. Uh, the Pelicans tipped off at lunchtime. Uh... I think it was a 12 noon start, uh, which translates to like 3 a.m. for me. So I watched it on delay. Uh, what that resulted in was just league pass being an absolute, uh, I don't know if I can use this word on the uh, on the pod, but it was uh, was not pleasant. Uh, it was, uh, was very painful and ended up having to find alternative methods to watch the game. Um, which is just completely unacceptable for the NBA-sponsored uh, app. Uh, it is an atrocity. Uh, they should be tried for war crimes. Uh, whoever's running that uh, is disgusting, and I hope they enjoyed the scathing email I sent them because uh, they deserve that and more. And I should just uh, send them, record the whole game and send them those just in individual, individual clips of maybe 10 to 15 seconds as it continues to buffer uh, and then also won't play on my phone or my computer. But, you know, regardless of that, the Pelicans won. Uh, league pass aside and will continue that good fight uh, in my own time. The Pelicans defeat the Clippers at the Crypto.com Arena, 112-91. to Taking the Pelicans to 4-2 and on the season. Uh, and the Clippers falling to 2-4. and Honestly, it was a, a bit of a sluggish game. The guys started early. Uh, the early tip-off, I think, threw us a bit and uh, honestly came out pretty slow. And what that resulted in was that the Clippers got their tails up a little bit. And in the first quarter, jumped out to a 25-18 to 18 lead. Uh, Zion Williamson did return from his uh, hip contusion, his bruised ass, for want of a better term. Uh, and he looked good. He, he did land on it straight away and bounce back up. You could see it was a bit ginger still, but... Uh, he, uh, he played a great game and uh, really led us uh, all across the court in about 25 minutes, I think. But we'll get to that. Uh, first quarter, yeah, as I said, we fell behind 25 to 18. But responded in the second quarter, which uh, the guys started to wake up. Uh, Najee Marshall got going. The thing about the Clippers is that they turn the ball over so often that it actually allows teams to get back in. And, and with a team without Kawhi Leonard, uh, they're still really deep. Paul George is still there. John Moore looked great. But, oh, so does um, Marcus Morris. He's, I mean, I don't rate the Morris twins at all, but he played a great game. And um, or maybe I just don't rate their attitude. I think they're, uh, they're pretty good players. But he um, he had a good game as well. And, and 
really challenged us. And what we saw was a team that played together. This is a Pelicans team uh, that exploited those mismatches and those turnovers. And and as soon as we were finding uh, that they were just going to throw the ball away, we just had to score at the other end. And Najee Marshall was, was picking them all day. He was getting those pick sixes and um, shout out to the Saints. But uh, he uh, he was dunking everything. He was getting out and transitioning. And that's the third game in a row that he's just been fantastic. And honestly, Pat Najee on the back because he has been uh, our bright spark during this um, as a spot starter. And I can't really fault him another 17 points today. Uh, I think he's averaging about 18 and a half over the last three or four or something. But... Yeah, he's been he's really uh, he's really stepped up. Um, so second quarter we rebounded thirty four to twenty seven, and I think it was all square at the half. We then came out in the third quarter and hit them with hard defense. They just honestly forgot how to shoot completely. I think they shot thirty percent in the second half. We scored twenty six to and fifteen, blew the game open, and stomped them in the last quarter thirty four to twenty four with that delicious victory, twenty one point victory in the end which you love to see. They pulled the, um, the wave the white flag about four minutes to go, and we just left uh, the starters in for a little bit longer just to uh, really nail it home. Uh, and then um, we took the bickies, and off we went uh, into the sunset with a with a fantastic victory. So let's have a look at the, uh, the team comparisons, look at the stats, the numbers behind the game. Uh, we shot 49% from the field for the game to their 41. Three-pointers, 41%. And we're right up there in terms of three-point percentage this year, which, I mean, is unreal because we've never been good at shooting threes before. Uh, they shot 28%, uh, 11 of 39 to our 15 of 36. Free throws. We had eight free throw attempts for the whole game. Um, so let that just sink in. They had 13, um, and we, were, we hit five of eight. They hit eight of 13. Assists, 32 assists. Everyone was passing the ball, and that's what we like to see. 0.5 offense, a wee score mentality. And when you put other people in positions to be successful, they reward you because guys like CJ, guys like Zion, they attract a crowd. Jonas was getting doubled. All of a sudden, we kick out the guys like Devontae Graham, kick out the guys like Trey Murphy, kick out Najee Marshall, Jose Alvarado, and they punish you. And uh, I really like what we saw. Rebounding, we smashed them 59 to 46. Fast break points 21 to 12. Nine steals, 12 off offensive rebounds. Points off turnovers actually beat us, got 21 and we got 16. But we'll give them that stat because in the end, we leave with the W and now sit fifth in the West early, year, uh, early in the season. But it is also one of those situations that. Well, last year, we hadn't won our third game until the 30th day of the season, and we are already at four. So, you know, we're doing it without Brandon Ingram and Herb Jones, too. Two guys that were critical to us winning last year. Without them, we were we were pretty much cooked. Um, so, over at the box score, Trey Murphy starting again. Third start in a row, 37 minutes. He had 15 points, five rebounds, one assist, one steal. Six of 16, three of nine from three, uh, plus 21 on the night. And honestly... I was talking off air about this. Um, I think Trey Murphy has all the tools to become a, a great player, if not a top-level, um, almost all-star type player. He has all of the tools if he just continues and gets those opportunities. He reminds me, and maybe this is a controversial opinion. I don't really care. Um, you know, there's no one here to debate with me. Uh, and I think he could turn into like Paul George. He honestly 
has those same tools. He's as athletic. He can shoot the ball. If you look back at those early days of Paul George alongside Danny Granger in that Indiana team, I think, honestly, this pretty similar. Uh, Trey's probably a bit taller, but just as athletic, shoots it probably better. Um, maybe their handling needs to tighten a little bit, but that's coming. He defends the, the living bejeebas out of it. He, uh, I don't know, watch this space. I could say it. I think Trey could be a top flight, flight player going forward, um, and he's proving that. He's, he's been integral to the... Uh, to the success to date. Uh, Zion returned, played 30 minutes, 21 points, 12 rebounds, 7 assists, 1 steal, 9 of 17 shooting. Uh, he had 3 free throw attempts, um, which is, is half of what we got for the whole game, so that was pretty good. Uh, he was getting hacked every time he touched the ball, but, you know, we're not going to we're not gonna delve into that because the refs obviously had a dinner reservation. There was the back-to-back game at, um, at the Crypto.com arena, so they needed to pack it up. They didn't want people shooting free throws all afternoon. Um, but great to see him back. The spring's there. He started feasting in the second half and Zubak and all the other guys that they had. Morris was too small. They just they just got hammered. Um, and Zion is looking comfortable. So watch out because he's coming for y'all. Uh, Jonas Valanciunas, 23 minutes, 11 points, 7 rebounds, 5 assists, 1 steal, 4 of 6 shooting. Honestly, I felt like we didn't feed the ball to him quite as much as we probably could have. Uh, he had a lot of mismatches, but I thought the Clippers also did a really good job of fronting Jonas and making him um, catch the ball in a position where he probably wasn't as comfortable and and just enough to deter the pass. You know, like guys like Nick Batum have deceptively long arms, so if you pass the ball in too high and Jonas doesn't uh, manage to grab it, well, it turns into a turnover. So... While I see both sides of the coin, I think we probably could have worked a little bit harder to get him the ball, but uh, all in all, it didn't really change a result. Najee Marshall, 38 minutes, 17 points, 6 rebounds, 4 assists, 2 steals, 7 of 13, 3 of 5 from 3. And that has been the biggest upside of him, is that he shoots 3s. And he's confident enough to step into it and take him. He had one air ball, but so did Trey. And Trey's a 40% 3-point shooter. Uh, so... Honestly, Najee has just been fantastic. And I, I think um, that confidence that Willie Green has put in him to take in that starting uh, shooting guard spot in place of Herb and uh, play that key defensive role, he's turning defense into offense. He gets downhill, he attacks with with a reckless abandon. He doesn't stop. He, he just gets downhill and scores and defends the living hell out of it. So I, um, I really really rate what Najee's been doing and I hope he can continue this uh, when Herb returns and he can be that that spark off the bench as we've we've seen him do as, as a starter. Uh, CJ McCollum, 31 minutes, 22 points, 5 rebounds, 3 assists and a steal, 9 of 19 shooting, 4 of 8 from 3, hit 1 3 from just about half court, he pulled up and he was dancing afterwards, the Clippers uh, commentators called him, it said that he was peacocking around, I was like well if that's what he, they're going to call it that's probably pretty fair because he was dancing around, carrying on, but uh, he deserved it because he just splashed a three in your face. But uh, he was he was very handy um, and, and played a solid game. Jose, zero points off the bench. Uh, he was 0-5 from the field, controlled the pace, had himself two assists and one rebound. Probably wasn't the um, like box score impact that he would have liked. Obviously, it was a bit of a quieter game. But again, controlled the... Uh, the tempo of the game defended uh, John Wall, Reggie Jackson every time up the court. And 
That's all you can ask is that he's there. Okay, your shot didn't fall, impact the game in other ways. And, and Jose does that in spades. Uh, Larry Nance had a great game. 23 minutes. He had 15 points, 9 rebounds, 3 assists and a steal. 7 of 9 shooting. And he was finding himself in good position. He had a couple of turnovers just from miscommunications. And again, that's a, a two-man street. Two people were involved in that. Um, there was one where he just threw it out of bounds because Jose cut when he probably should have stayed where he was. And they just high-fived and moved on. Look, Larry gets frustrated. He wants to be perfect, all that sort of stuff and communication. Um, but what he uh, he brings is, is a completely different, uh, I suppose, aspect than what uh, big Jonas brings. And, and having that... Uh, diversity in players uh, being smaller, probably more athletic than Jonas, but Jonas being the big hulking man that we know him as, it, it really means that we can sort of uh, adjust to play any big, big man that they throw at us. And whether they go to, another team goes small or we go big, well, we can uh, adjust to that. And Larry's been a great addition. Uh, Devontae Graham, nine points, four rebounds, six assists, one steal, and they gave him zero blocks, but he blocked Norman Powell into the shadow realm, but they called a foul on it, which I just think is outrageous. But anyway, I'm not an umpire. What do I know? Uh, and uh, so in 23 minutes, I thought he was solid. Three or six shooting, uh, plus 14 on the night. Uh, yeah, he was, he was really good. Uh, Garrett Temple, after playing a really good game against uh, Dallas, only played three minutes in this one, did nothing, got fouled straight away and was dragged, which is a shame, but uh, he... He uh, was involved briefly. Uh, Jackson Hayes, eight minutes, two points, one rebound, one assist, one steal, one block. Look, he, he's getting his feet back under him. Um, Zion found him for a delicious flush at one point. Um, but again, he still seems to be a little bit uh, missing on defense. He's got a couple of like blocks and steals, but nothing. Um, the rotations are still missing a little bit. But he's getting there, and it's going to take time. It takes reps to get your head back, wrap around it. Once you thought you were going to be out for a month, uh, it turned into two weeks, and he's he's just working his way back. So we'll see what happens. Uh, Sebron played 32 seconds, didn't touch it. Welcome to the NBA, young fella. We uh, You're a part of a, a select group now. Um, despite not touching the ball, you got the debut in an NBA game. So congrats to Sebron for that. Um, and Billy Hernan Gomez did not suit up. Dyson Daniels still out. Brandon Ingram still out. Herb still out. Kyra and EJ Liddell, as we know, uh, longer-term injuries. So, for them, Paul George gave him 14. Morris gave him 12. Norm Powell, 18 off the bench. And no one else really did anything. So, what we liked was that it was a full-team effort. We went down the... the uh, the line and, and just about everyone scored besides Jose who had meaningful minutes and you know that uh, that's good that's winning by committee so what we'll do we'll go to a break after the break we'll come back and um, finish recapping it we'll preview the next game against our beloved Lakers and uh, so hang around and we'll be back after this Okay, listeners, it's time to talk a little fantasy. 
Do you remember who led you to Tyrese Halliburton, DeJounte Murray, Terry Rozier and Mikhail Bridges before any other rank list? That's right, it was the Brewski 150. And you probably turned those huge wins into some cash, didn't you? Great. Well, the Brewski 150 is now available to all Fantasy Monthly members, including the extremely affordable Fantasy Pass at just $5.99 a month. Head to sportsethos.com to upgrade to a Fantasy Pass now and dominate your drafts. Okay, welcome back to the Sports Ethos New Orleans Pelicans podcast. After those brief messages, uh, Pelicans defeat the Clippers 112-91 to uh, in a midday game. Return of Zion. Herb is on the way. Hopefully he's back against the Lakers. And uh, if not, he'll be with the Warriors. And B.I. posting on Instagram saying he was lonely, that he's missing, missing basketball. Well, I think we'll see him back for the Warriors as well on Friday uh, we just get through this Lakers game, who had their first win of the season. Congrats. Uh, if they could continue to lose and give us Victor Wembanyama because we own the rights to their first round draft pick, that would be fantastic. So we need to come out on Wednesday night and slap them around. And I think we can do that. The way we've been playing, we get up and down, we play really hard, and uh, that's going to be um, it's going to be interesting. Now, from the game that we just had. Uh, the Clippers game, there was a couple of things that I, I took away from it and, and things that I thought were interesting. I mean, firstly, guys that were brought in to play along Zion are finally getting to do that, that and are benefiting from that. What we saw is guys like Devontae Graham, Trey Murphy, even Najee, these guys realizing that by being able to shoot threes, CJ McCollum being another one, um, by having that ability to shoot threes, you're actually just got to be ready to shoot. Zion's gravity is is such that guys are just getting open looks after open look. All they've got to do is be able to shoot and make it. Because there was plays where Zion uh, had the ball, I don't know, towards the free throw line. And guys, all five defenders would be looking at him. All of them. And Zion kicked one out. I think he hit Devontae Graham in one of them. He hit Najee, I think, on another one. And Zion's such a good passer that he's able to make those passes. He would have had a triple-double tonight had we made a couple of extra shots, a couple that just bounced out that were great looks. And as guys get accustomed to playing with him, knowing that that ball's coming at any time, well, you've got to be ready. And, and those shots will fall. Open threes is uh, win your games. Honestly, if you can knock down threes, you can break the back of any team. And... As we start to improve, as these guys that weren't uh, very good last year, to put it frankly, especially from the perimeter, uh, those shots are starting to fall. And what I like to see is that guys are continuing to shoot. They might miss. They just shake it off, get the ball again, and they'll let it fly. Trey Murphy's been fantastic. Devontae Graham has has had a resurgence this year. I don't, I don't care about all this chatter about rotations and stuff like that. The ball hit his hands and he hit a three. That's what his job is. I don't care. He doesn't need to create. I don't care if he gets zero assists. If he hits three threes out of six, no dramas. That's great. That's 50%. Um, you know, that's nine points straight in the bank. So uh, those situations where guys that were built to play around Zion actually getting to play with Zion and seeing it work, well, I can see the vision now. And that's what we saw in this game. And perhaps, of course, it came down to terrible uh, defense at times from the Clippers. 
But you've also got to collapse those defenses and hit shooters, and the shooters have got to make those shots. So uh, honestly, that's what I liked is, is these open looks that we're getting and the ability to convert those. So keep shooting the ball, and Zion will keep finding you because he trusts you. And honestly, another thing that I really liked is his ability, or his confidence in that even though he's getting hacked, Zion's still attacking the paint. He understands his role in that, all right, he probably could get a little... I know he's got a little floater and, you know, people are like, oh, he needs to shoot mid-range and stuff like that. I get it, he does. You know, mix it up. Uh, if he gets a little giant killer that goes over the top of guys instead of a bit of a finesse shot, it's over. But what, uh, what I like seeing is that while he is still going to his left, uh, shooting with that left hand and attacking the paint, defenses are still collapsing. And that's all they want to take away. They'll let us shoot threes. Um, and, and Zion understands that, that his role may not always be the primary scorer. It may be the primary facilitator. And and I think as the season progresses, it's exciting to see. And I, I think we're going to be in a really good position going forward uh, with him handling the rock a little bit more now that he's getting um, that rust off. You know, Brandon Ingram's still coming back. We just did that to a Clippers team that's meant to be right out of the top of the West. And we slapped him around, made him look second rate. So... I'm uh, I'm not mad at all. I think we're going to be okay. Now, so coming up, we have the last game of the road trip before we head home to take on the Warriors. We take on a pretty rubbish Lakers team, honestly. And I expect us to come in and stomp them. I honestly do. I don't see much from them. Okay, cool. They've moved Russell Westbrook to the bench. Lakers have been up and about. I think we're a much better side than them. I don't think they make playoffs this year. I think... They are wasting LeBron's twilight years, honestly, with poor roster construction and no spacing. But, you know, famous last words, you know, I might be coming back and saying, oh, I'm sorry, the Lakers are great. But I can almost guarantee I won't. Um, but what do we want to see against them? Well, we want to see more of the same. Najee's probably going to have to go to um, LeBron if Herb's not back. And if Herb is back, they'll probably, uh, you know, tandem against him and just keep fresh legs on LeBron. There's no one else on that roster that really worries me whatsoever. Uh, even when LeBron plays 40 minutes, they're losing. So um, it's just going to be about disrupting what they want to do. They can't shoot. So clog the paint, get out and transition and, and run these guys off the court because they're old, slow and injured. So let's do that. Um, but I think... Before I go, well, uh, shout out to Larry Nance for the auctioning off of all of his home jerseys this year. Uh, that is is pretty awesome. Oh, all his playing jerseys. Whichever one it is, he's auctioning off. It's on the Pelicans website. Uh, he's auctioning off all of his playing jerseys, which uh, and then donating the funds. I think he's doubling and then donating the funds to a local school, uh, each one going to a different one, which, I mean, what a champion. The guy, as we saw over the off-season, was helping out school teachers by buying their school supplies for him. Honestly, he's he's a great guy. And to see guys like that get involved in the community, he's only been there a short time, just signed that extension. But to be doing that, it's a great initiative. Um, and, and we appreciate what he's doing for the community. Um, so shout out to Larry for that. Um, so I think I'm going to leave it at that with that being said. Great win. We, uh, we slap the Clippers around. It's always good to beat the teams in LA. Uh, we'll try to do it again on Wednesday night. But that is all from me. This has been the Sports Ethos New Orleans Pelicans podcast. I'm your host, Lyle Swithenbank. 
Go and check out sportsethos.com for everything going on over there. There's plenty happening uh, from across lots of different sports. So go and check that out for us. Uh, you want to follow us on Twitter, at Ethos Pelicans is the show, at Lyle Swithenbank is me. And uh, stay safe and, of course...